0: Please be seated for our Bible reading.
1: The first reading is taken from the book of Psalms, Psalm 130, sorry, 145, beginning at verse 1. It can be found on page 609 in the Old Testament section of the church Bible. In this reading, we read of God's kingly reign, of his greatness and his goodness. I'll extol you, my God and King, and bless your name forever and ever. Every day I'll bless you and praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. His greatness is unsearchable.
2: One generation shall extol your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. They will recount the glorious splendor of your majesty and on your wondrous works I will meditate. They will proclaim the might of your awesome deeds and I will declare your greatness. They shall celebrate the fame of your abundant goodness and shall sing aloud of your righteousness.
1: The Lord is is gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and abounding in steadfast love. The Lord is good to all, and his compassion is over all that he has made.
2: All your works shall give thanks to you, O Lord, and all your faithful shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom, and tell of your power to make known to all people your mighty deeds and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations.
1: The Lord is faithful in all his words and gracious in all his deeds.
2: The Lord upholds all who are falling and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food in due season. You open your hand, satisfying the desire of every living thing.
1: The Lord is just in all his ways, and kind in all his doings. The Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth.
2: He fulfills the desire of all who fear him. He also hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy.
1: My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord.
2: My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord.
1: My mouth will speak the praise of the Lord. Lord.
2: And, and all flesh will flesh bless his, his holy name forever, forever and, and ever. ever.
1: The second reading is taken from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, beginning at verse 42. It can be found on page 50 in the New Testament section of the Church Bible. In this reading, we hear of Jesus' response to the disciples after they had become angry with James and John because they had requested positions of greatness over them. So Jesus called them and said to them, you know that among the Gentiles, those whom they recognize as their rulers lord it over them and their great ones are tyrants over them but it is not so among you but whoever wishes to become great among you must be your servant and whoever wishes to be first among you must be slave of all for the son of man came not to be served but To serve and to give his life a ransom for many. This is the word of the Lord.
0: Shall we pray? So, Jesus, King of Kings, would you teach us a bit more about you this morning, we pray? And what it means to come, not to be served, but to serve. In your name. Amen. So I'm looking for someone this morning who wants to be king. You've got to be king. Who wants to be king this morning? This could be king of any age. Now the thing is, only one person could be king. Let's have a look, let's have a look. Right. Theo, you could be king for now. Only one person. Now, I don't know about you, but you don't look much like a king mm-hmm. at the moment. So, can I help you a bit? Mm-hmm. So, come here. Come round here. Come here. You don't want to be king anymore. <laughs> anyway, Yeah, you could be king. Yeah. You had the choice. Come here. Right, we'll take that off for now. This is for you. There we go. Can you see? Can you see now? Right, turn round. We're going to need to tighten it a little bit. There we go. There we go. I'm going to show you in a minute. Who oh, is it? There we go. Let's put him on a minute. Turn round. Look. You don't want to be king. There we go then. Well, you don't need to wear that. That's all right. Do you still want to be king but not put that mask on? Do you want to be king or something? Weird? Right, come on then. Let me tell you something about a king then. What does a king have? Is it a, chair? a chair. A chair? Well, look, we've got a chair for you. Look, sit there. There we go. Right. The first thing we know about a king is a king has a chair. Sit there so we can all watch you. Because so we were all watching a king yesterday on a chair. And Psalm 145 began with those words. They were the words of a king, King David, saying them to God, his king. I will praise you, my God, the king. And in the coronation service yesterday, you may remember how King Charles was praying how God the king would give him God's help, that God would be the king of his reign. The king has a chair. I wonder who's sitting on your king's chair. For we all have a king's chair in our life. But I don't know about you, but you you still don't look like a king. So I'm going to give you something else. You see, the king also has a creed. I want you to hold this for me. You see, amongst all the oaths that they took, King Charles took yesterday, he was saying, this is what I want my reign to be all about. You see, the king has a creed. And that psalm had a creed. You know, they're the most, what are some of the most famous words about God in the whole of the Old Testament? They go, the Lord is gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. They are the words of God In the Old Testament, you'll find them repeated all the way throughout. That God is a God that's gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And when King Charles, when he prayed that personal prayer yesterday, he started it, God of compassion and mercy. And then he said and he prayed that God would give him the strength to abound in steadfast love. In his reign. So the king has a chair. I wonder who sat on your king's chair. The king also has a creed. What creed is defining your life? But I don't know about you, but you, you still don't look like a king. You see? Yes. You see, the king also... Has a crown. Now I've got to get this right, so that I get it right all on top of you. Make sure. Just check your hair's all right. There we go. There we go. Oh, not quite. There we go. Right. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Look up. See the king has a crown. And that Psalm, Psalm 145, fits perfectly for you. Also, talked about God being the king and telling us why God was the king, because he was great and because he was good. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised and his goodness just abounds. And then you find in that psalm how over and over again, you find all the reasons why God is great. Do you remember when that psalm began, the Lord is great? You go and look at it at home afterwards, you'll find five times it talks about God's goodness, greatness. Five times it talks about God's goodness. And yesterday, of course, there was a coronation. The word coronation means crowning. The crowning of a sovereign, king or queen. And just before King Charles was crowned yesterday... There was this very special act where, he was, where they put these barriers around him so no one could see and he was anointed with oil like this from Jerusalem to symbolize the idea of the Holy Spirit giving him the help that he was going to need to reign. All of us have a king's crown In our life, the question is whose authority, whose crown do we wear? But I don't know about you. You've got your king's chair, you've got your king's creed, you've got your king's crown, but there's something missing. You see, the king also has a cross. You see, when King Charles became king yesterday, he was given all these special objects, wasn't he? He was given this, this orb, basically, to describe the world and Jesus' rule. So let me give you the orb. And he was given this special scepter. Let me think. I'm just prophesying over you for the future as a church warden. Okay? <laughs> So there we go. And he was given this special to symbolize his kingly justice. And of course, he was given earlier in the service a special book. A bit like this one. But it probably cost a bit more than this one. And he probably won't write in it like I did. You know, this is my Bible, you know. King Cassian, we could call you, couldn't we? This is my special Bible, you know, that I had when I was a teenager. And I'm just going to give it to you, just to hold there. You see, there's something about the coronation where King Charles said, remember what he said when he was asked by a little child, when he was greeted and he said, in his name and by his example, I come not to be served, but to serve. You know, the words of Jesus From that gospel reading. Because today. Each of us. We have an invitation. An invitation. From the king. To you. An invitation from Jesus. Who is described in the bible. As the king of kings. To you. For Jesus too. Had a chair. You know when. King Charles yesterday. He left the Abbey. And he got into this gold carriage and he processed through the streets of London. And he was, in this golden carriage, he was driven by six Windsor Grey horses that are horses that are bred for royalty. Only for kings, only for queens. And of course, we're reminded, aren't we, that Jesus too processed through the streets of another city, Jerusalem. Jerusalem. And he had a king's chair. His king's chair was a seat on a donkey to show us how he truly did come to be served and not to serve. And the king too, Jesus the king, had a creed. His creed was one of love, to love God, to love your neighbor, to love the world. If it's not about love, it wasn't about him. And he too had a crown. A crown of thorns where the people came and they extolled him and paid homage to him. And then they led him out to die. You see, because each of these objects yesterday that King Charles was given, they all had on top of them a cross. You know, the way that Jesus showed us how much he does love us. Today's an invitation from Jesus, the King of kings, to you. You know, if we accepted his invitation, is Jesus sitting on your chair? You know, is Jesus' creed defining your life? Is Jesus' crown ruling in your life? And is Jesus' cross shaping all of your life? You see, there's no more important decision we'll ever make. There's no more important day that will ever happen in our life. It will be the crowning moment of our lives. Shall we pray together? So King Jesus, the King of Kings, who came alongside us in humility, Help us to hear your call to make you the king of my life. That in so doing, we would follow your example of not seeking to be served, but to serve. In Jesus' name. Amen.